Hello, 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 welcome. It is Friday, and we are coming to you deep from the bowels of the Marshfield Communication Complex. It is New Testament Friday. We are on episode 86 for New Testament Friday, and we are so glad that you are joining us. We got some great stuff to go over here. I thought there was something I had to tell you, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, our coffee of the week this week. We don't have a coffee of the week. This is actually A&W uh, root beer uh, zero um, because I'm recording this in the afternoon on uh, uh, Wednesday the 18th. And this episode you will see on the 27th. Uh, I should be home sometime later today. So um, uh, hopefully you'll be getting this episode and I will all I will be on my way home uh, in the air. As you can see, it's late afternoon. The sun's coming in. So you're going to get the Shekinah uh, glory today. So, But our reading, our New Testament Bible reading from our New Testament Bible reading plan, uh, in our chronological Bible reading, is we're coming to the end of the Gospels here. We are in Matthew 28 and Mark 16. These are the last chapters for both Matthew and Mark. And uh, then next week, we will be doing uh, the ends of uh, the next, over the next two weeks, we'll be doing the ends of both Luke and John. So um, this is, uh, we're wrapping up the Gospels and we'll be heading into the New Testament, the rest of the New Testament. So uh, let's get us started here. Uh, let's, uh... let's get ready to rumble. Whoa, absolutely. We are still being heard in seven countries, and uh, we will have passed the 2,000 um, uh, plays uh, as we get to this point. We're, we're just right under it as I record this, so by next week, uh, with these uh, four episodes in, uh, by the time you get this, this will be the fourth, um, we will be over 2,000 plays. Thank you all so much for all that you do. And we are sponsored by Barky's RVs. Uh, you pick the the uh, campground or state park, and we deliver the camper, set it all up, show you how to use it. You bring the fun and the vacation, and then we'll come pick, pack it all up and take it all away. You don't have to do any of that that work. We uh, love doing it for you. And uh, just give us a call, www. Uh, write us, drop us an email at www barkyrvrental.com real easy and you get great discounts for family and friends and if you heard of us from wake up to the word we only deliver locally so within uh, 150 to 100 miles uh, lots of campgrounds in this area though so there's lots to choose from um well, okay let's get into it uh, i already already gave us our uh our, uh, let's get ready to rumble. So this is the 28th now, and there's some great clues here of what's going on. Remember our timeline that we're working through uh, for the Passion Week and what happens and the events and how it breaks down. But now after the Sabbath, towards the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. So we have a checkpoint here. This is the first day of the week, which we know as Sunday but the first day of the week actually begins evening and morning. So uh, the evening, Saturday uh, night, 
at sundown is actually when the day begins, and then as the dawn breaks for daylight on the first day of the week would be our normal Sunday morning, okay? So this is the time frame why we have that Sunday celebration. But uh, their, their Sabbath is done. Their Sabbath has been completed at sunset on Saturday night. Their Sabbath is done. So this is after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week. So so they're waiting till morning, because why would you go when it's dark out? You sleep at night. So they go to sleep, and they wake up, and they go early just before it gets dark. So uh, it says, "Great, there was a great earthquake. Angel from the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled the stone back and sat there in appearance like lightning and clothed with snow is white and uh, feared from the guards, and they trembled. And the angel said to the women, uh, Do not be afraid. For I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. Uh, he's not here. Yes. He is risen. Uh, come see the place where he lay. So uh, here, here's the thing. We think the stone was rolled away. Lots of people think the stone was rolled away so Jesus could get out. No. The stone was rolled away so they could get in. So they could see that he wasn't there. He was gone. On the Sabbath, he was gone as soon as the Sabbath was done. Excuse me. He was gone after sometime during the night. He rose and left. He was not there. He didn't need the stone to be rolled away to leave. He only needed the stone to be rolled away so they could go in and see that he wasn't there. That's an important distinction in the timeline that he didn't need... Because they were there before daylight. They were there before morning. They started their journey and got there just as dawn broke. So they didn't roll a stone away and Jesus came out. They rolled the stone away so they could go in. And so that's an important distinction. It's, 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 it's incredibly important to understand. Jesus wouldn't have risen on the Sabbath, but right after, which was evening, that's when he rose. Sometime during that evening before the morning on Sunday, sometime Saturday night to Sunday morning before daylight is when Jesus rose. Remember this. Remember that. We'll talk more about that in the Passion Week bonus episode. So am I pumping this thing up enough? Are you excited enough to get to this? Because I'm excited to do it. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, he, uh, so then they go and they start to go to Galilee and Jesus uh, greets some of them and and tells them. And now here's an interesting thing, a little distinction from some of the other ones. Uh, it says he greets them and they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Remember in the other ones, he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't let them touch him. And we'll talk about that when we get to that. Uh, then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. And so then uh, the guards come and report because they saw what happened. They knew he wasn't there. <clears throat> so some of the guards went to the chief priests and, and uh, to kind of give them the, the lay of the land there. And uh, because they those Roman soldiers, remember, were assigned to the high priest in order to guard the tomb. And so they gave uh, the high priest came up with an idea. They gave them money to the soldiers he said, tell, he said, tell people 
His disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. Now, guards sleeping in Roman business is, is a death penalty. Uh, you get killed for sleeping on the job. Uh, and, and if the governors come, if that comes to the governor's ears, we'll satisfy them and keep you out of trouble. So they knew that too. So they, and so here's some of, here's an important part of this. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. Now, normally to this day, I would say just goes for the, this day when Matthew wrote it. The problem is, is that this day still is this day. That's still a theory uh, about why Jesus was not in the tomb is because his disciples stole the body. That's still a theory that people throw out there. So you can go right to scripture and say, even Matthew knew that that was going to happen. Even Matthew heard about the story and they wrote about it in the Bible that this was false. This was a lie. Um, now uh, we come to the Great Commission down at the end. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. Remember mountains, mountains and gardens. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. It says, So while you are going... Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So he's telling us, make disciples. He's telling them, make disciples. Your job is not to continue, consume, 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 Jesus, consume, worship, uh, be part of worship. You're supposed to do all those things, but not for the purposes of just feeling like you know everything, for the purposes of making disciples. Are you walking with somebody? Are you walking with someone who's pouring into you? And are you walking with somebody who you're pouring into? That is making disciples. That's what the church is commanded to do with the Great Commission. Make disciples, not just converts. Don't just stand, don't just walk up to somebody, give them the gospel, give them a track, invite them to church and say, I've done my job. That's not your job. Your job is to make disciples. Come alongside somebody. Whether you brought them to Christ or someone else brought them to Christ is not important. Walk with them through the word in their life, helping them to better understand Christ to better understand their walk with Jesus, to better understand experiencing prayer instead of just talking, to better understand how they serve people in order to point them to Jesus, help people to walk with Jesus, make disciples. That's what we're called to do. Now we'll go to Mark 16. Uh, this, is, this is a similar account of the same thing. Um, some nuance in here. The Sabbath was passed. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Solomon brought spices that they might go and anoint him. The very early, the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. So they. This says they went before. This this one says they arrived at sunup basically, and uh, they were saying to one another, "Who's going to roll away the stone?" And they looked and they saw the stone had already been rolled away. It was very large, and they entered the tomb, and they saw a young man sitting at the right side, dressed white robes, and they were alarmed. Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified, and he was risen. That's right. He's risen. 
and uh, he is risen. He's not here. Uh, see the place where he laid. They go tell his disciples, Peter, that and Peter, that he is going before you to Galilee. There, <clears throat> there you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, trembling, astonished, and uh, seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now, we come up on a little nuance, a little textual nuance. Here's a little bibliology for you here. Um, these, uh, this, the very last part of Mark 9 through 20 uh, is uh, not in the oldest manuscripts. Uh, it's only in newer manuscripts. It, it's, it seems to have been preserved with the Word of God, so I'm not saying it's not the Word of God. What I'm saying is that the oldest manuscripts do not have these 11 verses. And so um, I'm going to go through it anyways. doesn't matter, but I just want you to know that. And your Bible should have a, excuse me, some kind of textual note there. Now, uh, this is nine. Now, when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared to first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. But when they heard what that he was alive and had seen her and had seen by, been seen by her, they did not believe it. And so then uh, Jesus appeared to two disciples. This is an interesting, I like this little nuance here. Um, whether it uh, was later written or not, I do not know. After these things, he appeared in another form to two of them, and they were walking into the country. And they went back and told the rest, but they did not believe them. This sounds like Jesus meeting the two on the road to Emmaus, which is in the next weeks to come. But uh, this uh, road to Emmaus, this sounds to describe the two, two of the disciples um, appeared to them and they were walking into the country and they ran back. And that's exactly what this describes. So um, uh, then uh, form of the Great Commission, after he had appeared to the 11 of them, they were reclining at the table. He rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart uh, because they did not believe that, he's, that they had seen them riven. Who, and then it gives a little different version. It says, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole whole creation whoever believes it is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned and these signs and then we come across this stuff which has some controversy to it these signs will accompany those who believe in my name they will cast out demons they will speak in new tongues they will pick up serpents with their hands and if they uh, drink any deadly poison it will not hurt them they will uh, lay their hands on the sick and they will recover so then, Jesus, then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs. So um, all of this stuff, they say, may or may not uh, be in Scripture. Uh, but many of these things did happen, especially with those early disciples. You see accounts of all of these things that occurred uh, when the New Testament church, the New Testament apostles went out preaching, uh, you saw that uh, the sickness, the serpents, uh, this being bitten by snakes, they were casting out demons, all these things occurred. Um, does that mean it's happening today? Could, absolutely could. I've seen some of these things. Uh, uh, 
I've seen uh, many of them firsthand. Uh, I didn't drink any deadly poison that I'm aware of, so so uh, I have been uh, uh, I've been bitten by a snake, but not a poisonous one. But <laughs> so um, these things, you know, you have to weigh them out prayerfully, go through them. Some of these things are recorded in scripture. I think all of these things are recorded in scripture by the apostles. Was he talking specifically about them? Eh, maybe. So we'll let you decide that. That's all I've got for New Testament Friday. We're so glad that you joined us. We're glad you're here. I hope you go to church on Sunday. I will see you there. I will be back. And so uh, uh, come join us at Life Coast Church if you don't have a home church. Man, we would love for you to be there. We love you so much. We want you to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want you to get the opportunity to walk with someone because we want you to have someone who's pouring into you so that you can pour into others. Be a disciple so you can make disciples. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.